0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman, and I'm Sabria. We are so excited to be with you all for another fun-filled episode. Especially since you know we took last week off, had a little vacay that was
1: nice. Hello, sugar plums. How we are, are you a doing? Break. We love a break. Yeah, it felt weird. Like I went straight home and I went to sleep. <laughs> as you should. As you should. Um,
0: I was on the beach, uh, literally doing nothing, going in and out of sleep, and drinking a lot. It was nice to just spend time with my family, especially my grandma.
1: That is nice. I'm glad y'all did that. Um, Sleeping on the beach is so, like, I love it. Remember we did that? Like, we took a nap on the beach. That was one of the best days that was that was such a fun day. Even <laughs> we met a friend who um the man who helped us with our umbrella who was like Blue Lives Matter. I was like, it's cool though. <laughs> oh yeah, he had a Trump shirt on. I was like, period,
0: can you can you put this umbrella up for us? He was <laughs> he honestly really pleasant. He really <laughs> fucked with us. And I'm like, at moments like that, I'd be like, I don't care who you vote for, as long as you're a good person. <laughs> I'm I'll be the person I never thought I could become. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. That man
1: truly, he had on Trump shirt, uh, the supporting uh, Blue Lives Matter hat. I was like, okay, like you fuck. And I had a shirt on that said, I love hood niggas. So we was on two different teams. But and, you know, and he was just so kind. <laughs> <laughs> he was very kind. That was the homie. He hooked my
0: brothers up. I said, thanks, King. And he minded his business. And that's all I can hope for. Years. Didn't he have a woman with him?
1: I think he did have a homie that came. uh, I feel like that was his homie. I think uh, that was
0: Bay Marge. That was definitely his (laughs) Bay. Her name was either Marge or (laughs) Eileen.
1: Definitely Marge. (laughs) <laughs> but then, without a doubt, that was definitely big. Marsh energy, um, <laughs> <big laughs> Marsh energy for sure. But that probably was big, Like she visited him on a beach, you know. Yeah, I feel like his name Something was Ray, like Ray Marsh. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah. Ray Dunlap. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Ray Donahue. <laughs> But I feel like racist people always have stupid last names. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, Their last name be like Ray McClackity. You be like, what? <laughs> How you got your last name McClackity and you hate somebody else? That's
1: crazy. Ray McClackity
0: and- or Marsh. <laughs> McClackity? That's crazy.
1: Marsh McClackity. <laughs> oh my God. They probably can, both cannot cook for shit. Oh my! Tell God. you that
0: sodium spree. I feel like it's nothing but <laughs> Chef Boy or D. Everything come out Hungry of a package. man. Everything come out of a package, and when they treat themselves. They go to get burgers.
1: <laughs> yeah, burgers and border fries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait, is it a Carl's Jr. in New York? I'm <laughs> in mean, New York. Don't we don't live in New York. <laughs> <laughs> we don't live in New York. I don't know where I'm Carl's sleep- Jr. is. <laughs> Is <laughs> what is Carl
0: Juniors? <laughs> like that's like I'm supposed to know where That's a
1: real restaurant, right? Oh no, just make what? that up. No, up. Let me go do it. it. I'm getting sick. Make that up. What, what are
0: you asking for? You don't even know if it's a restaurant. What's where this going?
1: <laughs> i was saying that that's probably where they go. <laughs> for a f- I for fancy night out. Oh, <gasps> yeah, Carl's Jr. is very real. Or Hardee's. <laughs> they go to Hardee's for like, a fancy You night know out. what? Carl's Jr. is Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> so I get where you was
0: going. I, okay. They go to Perkins. That's where they go for a fancy. That's five stars for them. <laughs> they go to Perkins. He put a suit on. <laughs>
1: yo I'm sorry. what oh, they got the they got the beyond they got beyond me at crow they probably hate that they're like get out of here with that queer yes. shit here we go <laughs> it's
0: going downhill gotta be because they gotta be our burger with cheese' <laughs> they're like God damn it <laughs> These
1: fucking I queers can't. around here. I can <laughs> <all>. <laughs>
0: The owner's like, hey, McClackity, I told you. Stop it with the you know <laughs> remarks about the menu. I'm where are we going with this? Uh let's get back know. to the vacation. It was great having <laughs> I time. I feel off. so stupid. Like I was <laughs> so stupid. Like I'm so stupid. I feel stupid. But yeah, your vacation looks great. <laughs> Yeah, shouts to Rhea Marge. Um, yeah, <laughs> so moving, like, it's just good to be back. Like, because I feel like we coming back. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to go over. And let's mm-hmm. get into it. Faye four, top four favorite potatoes. Start with you, Sabria.
1: Please, and y'all know, one thing about me is I'm going to eat a potato. Period. Period. That which reminds me, before I say this, I'm very pissed off. And you know that this is so corny, but you know that TikTok, like this message is for Rachel. Like, this is how I feel. I ordered, I was excited. I ordered from Plant Burger because I was working near a Plant Burger today. I ordered from Plant Burger on DoorDash. I wanted, sorry, this is going to sound so American. I wanted a large fry. I wanted a large, large fry. Sue me. <laughs> so I go, like, place my order, and it said that they ran out. How do I want that? They had a small fry and I'm like, how the fuck did you run out of a, anyway, I get the fries, ate them without a doubt, but I can tell. So plant burger is usually inside of a whole foods. I can tell that they got those fries from inside of whole foods and just fried them there. (laughs) Because because they was all, they was random fries. Like they don't have crinkly fries. No, they fry. Excuse me. Their fries are flat yeah so they had crinkly fries in there and like three flat fries mm. so i was like oh like it's a bad day anyway but i wasn't pissed about it because i was looking forward to those fries i don't get plant burger often i mean i'm gonna order again but i just wanted to complain about that <laughs> anyway so fair potatoes so y'all know when you get so i put russet potato fries so you know when you get fries and like it had a brown part of the potato mm-hmm. on the fries. I sure do. These fries are you only get them from places that are gentrified generally.
0: Mm.
1: Um and I'm sorry, I'ma love it every time. Like <laughs> real, like straight up potatoes. Like that's my favorite type of potato, like those type of fries. And they're usually made out of russet potatoes or like red potatoes. The next one is that's embarrassing stuffed potatoes um I saying, don't have be embarrassed I made... baby ain't nothing wrong with a little <laughs> stuffed potato so i actually haven't can you believe i haven't made this as a vegan yet but i want to mm. um so you know when people be having so i get i had the potato from what's it called um wendy's but I haven't had to have it like how everybody do because, like, obviously I'm vegan. So, I want to have a stuffed potato with, like, the cheese, the sour cream, mm. green onions, vegan bacon. Yes. What else is on it? That's it. That's all you that's, that's, that's all that's you it. need, that's on it, right? That's all you need. Yeah. That's what I want. I want that because I love those type of potatoes. Um, the third one is – one, two, three. Okay. The third one is baked potatoes mm. like baked potatoes like the ones that take like 45 minutes in the oven i love it i yes, love this they shit. take like, forever but they hit especially they when you
0: put the little really, vegan the vegan butter and salt and pepper come yes
1: on uh, they hit every time every mm. time and there's something about them being cooked slow that yes. does it um also last one i'm gonna have to say um hash uh home fries Mm. so i like home fries a certain way again it's something about when people have potato products and they still have the brown part of it like The the skin on it i love it because i feel like you was really in that kitchen cutting those potatoes before you cooked them for me yeah they don't feel like fake potatoes exactly like I again, like you know, we've all you know ate like you know fake French fries, whatever and stuff like that. That shit don't be cutting it. Mm-hmm, I mean, the and maybe the most expensive still- fries when the
0: fries nasty. Uh-huh. It's like why did I pay seven dollars for these terrible fries at this amusement park? They soggy and
1: they're not real. <laughs> so bad. Like when I paid thirteen dollars for crab fries from Chickie's and Pete's. And mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking them Good It was thirteen dollars. They was good. Yeah. I paid $13 because I was at a concert. And, and they'd be like worth every else. penny. They was very good. And i do it again. That was the most <laughs> I ever paid for fries. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. But yeah, I love um, those. Also, honorary mention, um, like, making potatoes in the air fryer. Like, if you short on time, like, when I make homemade fries all the time, because I like them better when I make them and I make them in the air fryer. They hit mm-hmm. every time. And all you got to do is put them on 400 degrees and cook them for 15 minutes. Ooh. Right? I love that. I love it.
0: Yeah. Rae made me some in the air fryer and they were delectable. They were really good. Um. All right. Those are four. And plus your honor I mentioned. I yep. say, uh, don't worry, I got out of every mention on my own. But uh, so number one is going to be sweet potatoes in, in all forms. Everybody know. Maybe you don't know, but most people at this point know I love sweet potatoes. I yes. got caught eating a raw, just plain sweet, not raw, like a cooked <laughs> sweet potato on like Instagram live. And everybody thought that was the weirdest thing, but I literally just bake them. I don't put anything on them. I just can eat it. Like I love sweet potatoes so much. I don't know what yes, it is. Sure, My mom give them to me as a kid so much. I can't, I have sweet potatoes for dinner right now. Like that I'm going to eat once I'm off air. Like I just love sweet potatoes <laughs> so much. I eat them once a week. Um, homemade chips oh like you Mm. ever go to like a restaurant and for like an appetizer they give you like the homemade kettle style potato chips and they're like again they're like that brownish color don't let them be baked like folded oh that's my favorite thing when they bake real like in a fold and then you (laughs) crunch and the crunch be real loud it's just very satisfying like i love it
1: yes
0: Um, Ooh, home fries is number three for me. I know you mentioned it, but I have to just talk about how I like them. I like to make home fries, dice a certain way. I like them to be very crispy, and I like for the green onions. I mean the green peppers and red onion to be with them. Like I have and I like mm-hmm. them to be a little spicy too. And I like to bake them in the oven. Again, it's something about baking things and them taking a long time and drenched in like you know the right amount of olive oil it's just so good it's like perfect Mm -hmm. um and then finally i haven't had these in a while but i recently had them when i was in dc potato pancakes oh with the applesauce on the side yes i forgot about them i went to this deli it's called call your mother deli in dc it's so good (laughs) they got vegan bagels um they have uh vegan breakfast sandwiches and they have like all these cool lattes, like a fruity pebble latte, it's not too sweet if you're one of those people who are like, want to try it, but it's too sweet, it wasn't too sweet. it was so good, and then they had potato latte now they did or potato pancakes they did give you um. Some like sour cream on the side. So if you're not vegan, Mm. you can have that. But um, they also gave applesauce on the side. And it was so good that the next day I went downstairs and I got more. It was so amazing. They told me they were Uh vegan. So I'm praying that that's the truth. Um, Then (laughs) uh, finally, I already mentioned potato skins. Like I used to go get them from Friday's. Back in the day, and I got to figure out how to make them in the same way that Friday's made them because that, like, honestly, I was like, Mom, can we please go to Friday's to get some potato skins? Like, it was my favorite thing. Did they put
1: cheese on them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They melted, like, some
0: American cheese on them. It kind of was the same thing that you wanted in your stuffed potato, but they're flatter. Like, potato (gasps) skins are a little bit flatter than, like, a regular full potato like i know this sound weird i don't like the middle part of the potato where it's not crispy it's just soft
1: yeah oh, yeah shit. yeah
0: i'm just thinking about mashed potatoes like oh
1: yeah oh. neither one of us had mashed
0: potatoes and then the crinkle cut fries. it's just like can we just all agree that potato
1: like come on unsung hero also- Right? Also, like, shout out, like, especially as vegans, like, sometimes all we have is a potato. All you have is a potato. <laughs> Name <laughs> of my biography. All I have was a potato. <laughs> That's really how being, like, when you start being vegan and people don't respect it, like, every time, like, if I don't pack my lunch or something, I'm like, you know what? I can always count on. Fries. Ha- fries. hmm Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to pass out. I'm going to eat a fry or two. Exactly. <laughs> Two. I'm a, yeah, eat the I was being, um, I was being, uh, you know, modest, but
0: yeah, I was like, girl, you don't got to pretend here. This is a safe space.
1: because I'm gonna fuck them up.
0: <laughs> Yo, so that's what we look. Those are our favorite fries. Let us know your favorite french fries. Um, we're so curious to know, like, what are your top four? All right, so moving forward, uh, let's, Head into Toast Versus. So this week, we want to give a toast to Kiki Palmer, who absolutely yes. shined in Nope. This was, like, such a huge role. She crossed genres, and very, very proud of her. I know that, I don't actually know who we said on air, but there could have been some, like, mixed, like, you know, things we said about Kiki Palmer. But I feel like, regardless of her former reputation, she's just growing up and really stepping mm-hmm. into her star potential Mm -hmm. that she's always had like she's always had it but she is stepping into it in just such a big way and like i saw the movie and i was just like really really impressed with her yeah
1: i can't wait to see it i haven't seen seen it yet but i can't wait to see it and it's really like the thing is no matter you can say what you want but she be working her ass off you gotta respect it consistently since she was a child yep
0: Exactly. Speaking of child, we also want to give a shout out to Elena Anna Lee Wicker, who is the youngest uh person young uh, the youngest uh black student to get accepted into medical school at 13 years old so she's yes, from man. texas and she was recently accepted into the university of alabama's school of medicine making her the youngest black student to ever gain admission into a u.s medical school um she received this big news m.a just a year after she received her high school diploma Since then, the teen has been completing her undergraduate courses at two universities, Arizona State University and Oakwood University in Huntsville, Alabama. She's reportedly in her junior year and is expected to begin medical school in 2024. What a brilliant young lady. Like, what? Like, are you kidding me? So she's 13 years old and she graduated last year? Like, what is, I mean, what? Like, how did you just get that brain, a brain that big?
1: That is wild. I can't even fathom that. I'm still not comprehending, like, just how to live life. So, yeah, she like, out shout out to her.
0: Like, helping everybody and becoming a doctor. And we need more Black women, brilliant doctors. So, shout out to Elena. Yes. Um, Keep shining, girl. Keep shining. Yes, girl. So, we're moving on into tea time now. And we mm. just want to talk about renaissance because guess what? It's dropping on Friday and life's going to change. So it's important to just acknowledge that,
1: you know, this is life pre-Renaissance. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. I'm losing my mind. I'm... It's hard. It's just... That's how I feel. It's hard. It's real hard to stay calm because, like,
0: first of all, you think, all right, she dropped Break My Soul... And we were like, okay, we got the album cover, which is phenomenal. Then we got the track list. The track list got me so excited. And then she's releasing Same. like um, Break My Soul, the acapella version, the instrumental version. Then she's like dropping like, you know... All these different parties, listening parties around the world. There was some apparent like footage of her shooting a video in Harlem with like a green outfit on, and it's just like it's so much going on, and I'm so excited. Like, what are these noises going to be? Like, what are the sounds going to be? And me and Jameer were speculating earlier, and he was like, "I think this album is going to be," he said, "It's
1: going to be Ghetto Fabulous." (laughs) I feel like it's heavy. Also, I feel like it's heavily like inspired by like queer culture for sure.
0: He said that he he said it's going to be ghetto. It's going to be fabulous. It's going to be queer. It's
1: going to be big. It's going to be amazing.
0: I was like, that Period. sounds like a
1: dream. It it does sound like a dream to me. Also, I'm freaking excited to find out the boxes. Like, what does it look like? Because we still don't know. I want that box bag. I really hope that it drops on Friday. They need to be sending it out tonight. No, they
0: like, should have been sent out two weeks ago because there's about a million boxes. Right. So you're I right. really want, right. I want to wake up and I want the box to be on my lap
1: in bed. <laughs> same. Also, because um, it's going to drive me crazy because I'm going to be at work. So it's going to drive me crazy. Like being like, ah, I got this waiting at home for me. Um. Also, I ordered the vinyl. So I don't know if it's going to come the same time. It's like, gorgeous. I don't know. The vinyl was gorgeous, gorgeous, yeah, gorgeous, I had to gorgeous I, I was I was trying to wait until like a normal person until when I get paid, but I was so scared that it wasn't gonna be there. I say,
0: you know what, you shouldn't be ashamed because you got a collector's item on your hands, but that's the truth, <laughs> true like, you got a you got a gem, I didn't get it, I don't know why I didn't think they'd get it because I didn't have a record player, and then when you got it, I was like it's. <laughs> I don't need it. I could just have it. Like Iman, stop thinking so constricted. So I'm like, all right, you yeah, know,
1: Iman. You, I don't really know. Be- I really
0: follow the rules. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't have a record player, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't be thinking. I just don't think about stuff about what I could use it for outside of the actual functional purpose. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because it would look really nice up on your wall or something like that because I was thinking of doing it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try to still get it.
0: Like, maybe I can finesse it some type of way. Like, a lot of people just be getting things. I I just don't be thinking. Like, I really don't. I'm so happy I got friends that be, like, figuring out, like, Jameer found the way
1: to get that Vogue magazine. Oh, yeah, I still need to get that. I'm going to try to get it. Hopefully, I can still get it. Um Christ. I always be, like, when something is a collector's item or something, if it's something that I like, my brain be like, you need to get that.
0: Yes, you're very good at that. Like, just thinking until, like, get it, hold it, like, maintain it, and, like, ugh. Anyway, I just hope my t shirt, because it's a t shirt in a box. Am I making that up? Because then it we is. have to pick a size. Like, it is. Yeah, it is. You know, <laughs> right. What's going to be on it? When I say I'm going to wear that t shirt every day, it's going to have all the spots <laughs> on it. They're gonna, take that shirt off. Like, no, no, absolutely not. Like, please, what's on the t shirt? What is it? <laughs> then Ivy Park got stuff happening too right now. Was it Fairytopia? Is that the name of it?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Lord have mercy. Or Utopia. How about to say that. I might have made up Fairytopia. No, that I feel
1: like, oh, girl, go, you don't go to hell with that. That's what I feel. Yeah, I'm going to keep my comments to myself about this iteration of Ivy Park. Because she is, it's too much money. That's why I'm saying go to hell. It's too <laughs> much money. Too much. <laughs> and then, like, what, what about a tour?
0: Like, is it coming? Yeah. I, I feel it's like too- she be
1: wearing a mask sometimes, so I really don't know if she gonna go on tour. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm like, girl, like, let me just get my, like, money in order, please. Like, give me a chance. She said, no. we're the heart emoji. <laughs> it's never
0: that, you know. <sighs> I'm just I'm just hope I I literally have prepared like to take half the day off at work because I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to focus with the album dropping. So I'm just going to pace myself, see how I feel, try my best there. Okay. And yeah, but it's it's just it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. It really is really heavy day, really heavy day in history. Um, So shout out to Beyonce. Thank you. We appreciate it. I'm, we're very much ready. We're all ready. Give me that. So Jesus and Mero man, it's the end of an era. It's really, really hard to wrap my head around this one, but I also get it. Like at the same time, I'm like, bum, bum, I kind of felt this bum, coming, bum, Saria. Bum, I did. I, so Jesus and Marrow have separated. Like they've gone their own separate ways. Uh, and everyone was just like, "Yo, what happened?" No one wants to hear about a best friend duo splitting up. So. Yeah. In a statement released by Showtime spokesperson, they said, "Jesus and the kid Merrill have made a name for themselves in comedy in the late night space as quick-witted cultural commentators. Throughout its run, the series won a WGA award, blah, 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 blah. They interviewed President Barack Obama, Missy Elliott, Denzel Washington. They come a long way, but it's coming to a close. And they're going to be pursuing separate creative endeavors moving forward, ending their series. So, of course, the internet was shook because we all... as and Mara was something that we just needed. We haven't had. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't, like, highly problematic, and they were freakishly funny. They were, like, childhood friends. They were people with humble beginnings. And mm-hmm. I know that, like, for a long time, you know, people with compare me and sabria to like you know podcasts like the read and wow I, I love the read and they definitely inspired us and like the friend zone and stuff like that i found like a lot of inspiration from these and Meryl's because they were such goofballs and they would lose yeah. it laughing on air like they would lose it and I, I get it like i just understood that so it's like for me it was it felt it just made me feel sad because i'm like, i hope their friendship is okay
1: yeah same because i'm such a champion for friendship and i feel like i'm like no like i just feel like it's just yeah i hope it's okay even though they are going their separate ways but because i never want people to not be friends but i just even when imam was talking i just was thinking about like from the viceland show and i was thinking about like in my head i was picturing them how they was laughing at stuff and i'm like damn that's crazy yeah, it's very crazy. Like I just want to get them together in a room and be like, "Now, Keith,
0: like that, Mike
1: Tyson." <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Because I kiss. feel like make it up. This is like it's like a divorce. Like I'm like, this is crazy. Like seeing them separate is gonna be so. I don't wild get it to
0: though. Me. Like I don't get it because they keep saying the Showtime show's over. But do that do mean the podcast though. It do. No, it don't. Yeah, th-
1: How? it does, Iman. How I'm sorry. All of their creative things together is. It said the series, it said the show. Yeah, but it's the it's the bodega boys.
0: I don't see it in writing. Even I don't see it
1: for real. It's all of it is done. (laughs) Damn.
0: (laughs) It does not say
1: it. Okay. If you Google these, the mirror's split All right, split. Never, mind, never, like,
0: never mind, never mind, never mind. I see it now. Yeah. I see it now. Okay. It says, talk show, it says, the most loved talk shows with the podcast Bodega Boys on Showtime are officially parting ways.
1: I don't get it though. Yeah. It is very, like, maybe we'll get it more. I think we're going to get the podcast. So I'm sorry. Iman, what's wrong with you?
0: I just think like it's just not. I feel like everybody focusing so much on Showtime,
1: like they not. No, they, it's not. They are going separate ways. They're just going separate creative ways. I don't get it, but
0: I just <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not registering to me. Yeah, it's not That's like not registering going, because they're going different ways creatively the podcast is a creative endeavor so mm. you get it I guess
0: <laughs> I guess I get it you know you know I guess I'll get it when there's no new podcast that I've <laughs> be waiting for the (laughs) notification for like years but um yeah i feel like they're gonna do it again at some point really i think they just need to cool off but no never mind i don't think that i think that i think that these is going to have a future in late night
1: i feel like Miro is going more towards acting because he was in i know he was in the vampires versus the Bronx movie. And I really liked him in that movie, actually. And I'm mad that he wasn't in it longer. Uh, and he was in something else. I feel like he might want to explore like the sc- like silver screen. Okay, that's really cool. And I think Jesus
0: is gonna stay entertainment, comedy. I could see him hosting award shows. I could see him hosting like SNL. I could see yeah, him same. literally being on some Jimmy Fallon type time, like cause Jesus was kind of. Always the one who seen who took the lead more with like the intros and things like that, so I can see that happening for them but I also do want to respect when people separate uh creatively because. When things don't work anymore, they just don't work anymore, and you have to mm-hmm. like know. And one thing Meryl did say is that like sometimes you can question why it ends, or you can be thankful that you experienced it. And like as much as I actually don't want to hear that right now, that's the truth. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I want the podcast, but it's like it is what it like. I get it. I feel like I when you really enjoy people, you don't want them to be doing something that makes that feels like it sucks. The only thing I guess that I'm just like hmm over is that. There are rumors that their creative partnership ended over like a management dispute saying that like they said five different sources, according to the CNN article uh, mentioned that like uh, it was the manager. Uh, David their their manager Victor Lopez a lot of people Mm -hmm. did not like him like at Showtime they were saying that he was a bully and he was no longer allowed to show up at tapings or appear in meetings and apparent it's alleged that Jesus took Showtime side. Um, as the network accused Lopez of quote-unquote asshole behavior and bullying, screaming, making people on the show feel bad. Meanwhile, it was reported that Meryl took Lopez aside, so stood by the manager. Um, and then days after the report was published, Meryl sat down with, uh, oh yeah, he he made that comment about how it's better to just experience, you know, something and not wonder why. But if that is true, I would like to know why. Marrow would take this out of the person who's bullying the people on the show. Also, do feel like Jesus was really, really great at shouting out the producers and the writers. And that doesn't help the case being made here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, also, D- there's a tweet. Deezus Knight said, The Hive deserved better than this ending. Reddit can slander my name, but when the truth comes out, actually, just wait. Damn.
0: I do agree though the hive did deserve better but I liked their show more when it was on Vice and I I wanted them it to was, succeed so better so I mean so bad on showtime because um I think Vice did them dirty when they decided to leave like I think Vice was like bitter they were being bitter yeah bit, bit, which was bitter. corny
1: yeah very corny
0: and it doesn't feel good when like oh damn the last opportunity was going perfectly well we took something and made more money and for whatever reason, it's just not doing better. But also, feel like you got to take more money when it's com- when it comes to you and allow yourself allow yourself to fail. Because did you really fail when you get a show on Showtime? Like, did you really fail? I just think Vice mm. was better at putting the clips on a um, uh, social media, and I think Vice is a more of a space for like raw humor than what people associate with Showtime. Regardless, yeah. Also, a lot of people don't have Showtime yeah and like I felt like the show was on the internet when it was Vice like I really felt like the show was on the internet but um when it was on Showtime like you said I felt like it was on the cable network that I didn't own Mm -hmm. I think if they would have did it with HBO Max like given a few years later it might have definitely had a different flair to it
1: for Um, sure but
0: not that I'm blaming Showtime as much as I'm just blaming what somebody did something wrong and I don't know who it was yet Yeah. but you wait till (laughs) I find out (laughs) (laughs) oh but you wait till i find out (laughs)
1: because i um because like for instance me like hbo max i instantly like i when that first came out i was like i need that like i'm going to pay for this i'm going to invest in it like bam showtime i only bought i had subscribed to showtime because i had a free 30-day trial and i was i was watching some movies um but it was like there wasn't really shows on there that I felt like right now I'm paying for stars and to watch P-Valley and like after this season is done then I'm gonna cancel my subscription yeah um honestly I but,
0: feel um, like I feel like HBO even when I was a kid that's like I gravitated towards HBO yeah specifically same, same. HBO family like I always gravitated yeah. towards HBO family then like looking at the other channels and the next I will look at stars
1: and the next show time yeah yeah. Like like, yeah 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 cause stars had a lot of horror stuff <laughs> so Stars had a lot of horror stuff um growing up. But yeah, yeah. the HBO
0: had the best movies, like when I was a kid. So yeah. it was just, I don't know. They they definitely know what they're doing with the legacy thing there. And then come on, Game of Thrones, Insecure. Anyway, yeah. I'm just sending a lot of love to Jesus and Mara, specifically Jesus, because like that was always like my fave. And if this is true that he was backing up the his team. I really, really love that because Same. when you work backstage, you really do need the stars of the show to have your back. you do mm-hmm. you need the host the stars the movie star whoever to have your back and advocate for you know fair treatment because mm-hmm. you can get exploited and treated like shit otherwise,
1: yeah, exactly, also, I do like the fact that here, if this is true um the fact that somebody couldn't can be fired for asshole behavior cuz i feel like that's something that mm-hmm. in all um like job uh markets like that needs to be normalized cuz some people are just tyrants like and they need to be let go yeah for sure and also a lesson like especially
0: as we look for a manager like you got to watch that person because they can't fuck you over. Like they can really get in yeah. the way they're supposed to work for you. And now
1: they, they, the actual barrier, And exactly. Also, like we'll get into this later, because like some people don't like rejection. So if a project or something is not good for their client, then they might take that personally. So you need somebody who is like, you know, doesn't take like, oh, I don't think this will work out or we're going to do this instead of this, like not taking that personal.
0: Yeah. Facts, facts. So um, thank you, Jesus and Mara, for the era. Like, appreciate it. This. definitely inspired me. hmm For sure. All right. So let's move on to Black Panther 2 preview. It just hit the internet. Oh, my God. I don't know if you saw that when Marvel, like, shared it, the retweets were through the roof. Like, it was yeah. over 300 and some K. Like, when I checked a few days ago, I can't even... That is just, like this really what a time to be alive i feel like this must have been like what it was like to to see like planet of the Apes or star wars for the first time like these big culturally shifting like movies like black panther really is that
1: that film it is i wonder how that worked back then also because they did not have social media i'm like what do they do like call each other through like cans and get excited you know what but um that's crazy Yeah, I can't imagine. It was a craze. It was like a craze.
0: Scarface, like all those things. It just shifted culture. Um,
1: Because this is this, I'm like, ooh, like I want to dress up again. Um, it that trailer was phenomenal. Like it was like high quality. Like I feel like they really took their time with it. Even though it is sad, it made me really, really um. Really miss Chadwick Boseman. Um, yeah. Watching it because I'm like, fuck, like he's really gone. Like he's for real gone. It made my heart um, but hurt. But yeah, but the movie looks ex- exhilarating. Yeah. Like
0: it's crazy because it made my heart hurt because Angela Bassett, who plays the Queen Mother, was just like my family is gone like she screamed that and I'm just like oh yeah that's kind of true like it's just this really like chilling thing but also seeing like Shuri like in the lab pushing forward seeing like Lupita like just all these strong women moving these strong black women moving forward I'm really curious to see like there's some you know there's some opportunity there and I'm happy that we get to continue to like honor Chadwick Boseman through these other people that he loves so much. And like Lupita was saying, it was incredibly hard like filming without him. Like it was so, 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 so hard, but I feel like they just honor him in such a beautiful way. In addition to providing like another cool storyline. Like, I don't know what was happening. I saw someone giving birth underwater and I'm like, who's that?
1: (laughs) It was a lot. There's a lot of people elements. were
0: scaling walls, jumping into water with swords, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, you got my attention."
1: Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely there. I'm definitely there. Um, first day, uh, not the front row because you know the front row is horrible at Hell the no. theater. But I'm definitely there. I'm dressing yes. up. I'm there. Who is giving birth underwater? <laughs> like, I just and got... to who? Like, to I who did. Yeah, did T'Challa get somebody pregnant before he? I don't think like, it was. I think it was the enemy that got that was given
0: birth. I think I don't know. I don't know because I don't think it was no white black. That's why I think it was the enemy. <laughs> <I'm a holler. laughs> Anytime somebody non-black or is in black Panther, I'm like, oh, an enemy. <laughs> Which is crazy because Killmonger was also black, but again, Killmonger <laughs> had points. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah he, has he was uh, really
1: crazy but like you
0: know absolutely insane but I can't wait to, like you said go get dressed you know my little brother Lenny gonna order them tickets
1: <laughs> as soon yeah. as they go once <sighs> it's coming out in November
0: which is great because I liked that the last time they teased it they teased it like 2019
1: it was like see you in 2020 it's like come on yeah like also like I um, I'm trying to think like how many times I want to see it I just feel like I'm gonna let my soul. I'm gonna let my soul decide.
0: I wonder if they're gonna drop it on um, Disney Disney Plus
1: too. Because that, I'm gonna be honest with you, that's gonna change how many times I go to the theater. They true. They might though. I said though why is my voice shaking. Um <laughs> they might with that they might only release it in theaters. Yeah. Um, which also sidebar this is weird. I need to look into this because I am so obsessed. Or I know I'm obsessed with Disney, but I am obsessed with how much money Disney has and how they buy different things and get rights to stuff. Like I'm absolutely obsessed with it. So I said earlier I bought stars for P Valley. And I've been wanting to see the newest Spider Man. Um, what's it called? Journey to Home. What's it called? Mm-hmm. You mind? Yep, that's it's good. called Journey Home. I believe something like that. Yeah, something. He going somewhere. He going home. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, but I want to see that, and I've been looking for it on Disney Plus, and I'm like, oh, it's not on here yet. That's weird. It's on Stars though. What? Yeah. So the newest Spider Man is on Stars, and there's other Spider Man movies like on stars oh i know somebody at hbo is gritting a teeth
0: i mean uh sorry at disney plus is gritting a teeth over there i
1: am so curious to know how and i also know there's some marvel stuff that's on hulu Mm. so i'm like how is this on stars though if i was a contract yeah i'm like so interested in like how they go because that's the newest spider-man like I would think that would be on Disney Plus, like, ASAP. Because I've been looking for it. Because I watched Doctor Strange because that is on Disney Plus now. Um, But, yeah, I think Wakanda Forever, that's uh, Black Panther 2, that is for sure going to be on Disney Plus. But I think they might do it how they did... um, Doctor Strange, they release it in theaters and they hold it for a little bit and then they put it on Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, and then it's crazy because with like um, Black Widow, is that it? With the one with Scarlett
1: Johansson, they released that right mm-hmm. away and she was hot. I know, because I feel like logistically, I feel like the excitement for that movie wouldn't be as big as a Doctor Strange and Wakanda Forever. Like, think about how big. Like the first Black Panther was oh, like I how agree. people was like we we dressed up, like we saw that movie, how many we saw I saw it three times, how many times did you see it, like two times, I think, yeah, we went to the like who does that? I've never done that with a movie, no, like went did. to the movie theater to see it multiple times, like I paid for that. I went to go see it multiple times, like I've never had that type of experience, so like they are not going to let go of that type of like. That type of uh hoorah. like they are that de- that's definitely going to theaters for sure you know
0: what, give give them folks their money i hope I hope it really does just go go crazy like it did la- I know it will I know it will go crazy like it did last time just because it got us so excited um but I'm yeah. excited shout out to all the the amazing actors and i'm just I'm just ready, I'm simply
1: ready, mhm, I can't wait.
0: Yes, Um, let's get into Sunken Place. Um, This week, we want to just. We just want to talk about the people who thought it was a good idea to pelt water bottles at Kid Cudi at the Roland Lau festival, causing him to walk off stage. So, Kid Cudi was performing, replacing Kanye West as a headliner um, for Roland Lau last week, and he got water bottles thrown at him. And he said, um, yo, I will walk off this stage. If if you all throw one more fucking thing up here, I will leave. I will leave right now. And then he says, throw one more fucking thing on the stage and I'll walk off. I'm not fucking playing. I'm not fucking playing. You will ruin it for everybody. And, and then like, soon as he said that somebody threw a water bottle at him and he walked off. And I just know it was some like, red faced white boy who didn't, who was mad because it wasn't Kanye. And I just mm-hmm. feel like we need to talk about how people think that it's okay to abuse folks who are performers for who are performing for them
1: that's terrible also like Kid Cudi has been so open about his mental health like he's been so open about it and like especially as a man and a man in hip-hop and a man who doesn't fit like the gender norms that's like very big for him to admit and like to do something like that to throw like it's, it's almost like you throwing that in his face like that's really horny it's like, really that's evil so horny. Is evil, is corny, is loser
0: behavior. Um, And it's just like respect people who are performing for you because that's their job like in the same way that it's like hey respect this like customer service person because they're doing their job and no matter what you feel you don't have a right to to be screaming at people disrespecting people and and putting your hands on people it's the same thing for performers if you didn't like that he was replaced uh he replaced Kanye West then stay your ass at home Right? Like, you don't have to come, but to just do, to throw something at somebody is just insane. And Mm -hmm. to not understand the dynamic between audience member and performer, like, I know that it's an age old practice of like throwing things at people, but you could really hurt somebody throwing a
1: water bottle at them and then hitting them in his face. Like, that's absolutely insane. Also, like, when you throw certain stuff from like a certain angle or something, sometimes it picks up speed. Yeah. And it can be really critical. Like, and also, like, that's just like, even if he wasn't, a, cause it's crazy, cause people was doing stuff like this is why we did not have a good time in Made in America, cause mm-hmm. people was doing stuff exactly like that. Like, that is so bizarre to me. Um, when people like, and the thing is, people like that, they be so small in real life. They mm-hmm. be so, not physically small, but, like, they be people who, like, get played a lot. Like, they just be people who the just losers. are just what lame. Yeah, they be so small. And then they be picking an opportunity like that to just get big and just, like, be like, this is a, I'm going to, like, ha, 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 like, whatever. Also, like. Kanye West does not know who the fuck you are, would never even care to know who you are. The man is... He's very unstable, so he could be fucking with you one day and not fuck with you another day. So And you doing that in the name of him, like, that's weird to me. Like, even so when weird. I was young. And the thing is, I don't know if this person was a teenager, or a young, like, in their early 20s, what like that. I never was on the weird shit like that. Never was on the weird, weird shit like that. And I've been going to concerts since I was 11 years old. I've never been on the weird shit like that. And we
0: and like we were mentioning this before where Rico Nasty was like getting uh, harassed while she was on stage at one of these festivals we need to talk about like I don't know who it was but we need to talk about how like white boys come and they like have colonized like hip hop in this way and like they can do things like this I don't know who it was I don't know this is a white boy but I'm willing to I'm willing to bet money on it like I'm willing to bet money, money on the fact that it was a white boy or even if it wasn't a white boy and it was just somebody else who was just like one of these swaggy lunatics quote unquote like we need to talk about how they feel like they are gods in some way because mm-hmm. of their like proximity to what they think is cool like they think that they own things like i was just looking on twitter and like LMA got this new boyfriend who's in the nba i don't know his name i like J- jason tatum or something maybe i think that might be his thing i'm not into basketball so obviously don't know he's handsome <laughs> she's beautiful beautiful couple right and then somebody Writes mid basketball player for a mid oh girl, who the fuck are you to be calling somebody a woman as beautiful as LMA mid? Who are you? You know, post a picture, Selena Gomez, mid, mid. Mid. Could it be because you don't like anybody because you don't like yourself? Like, could it be that? Yeah. And no matter how you call people mid, no matter how many water bottles you throw, no matter how many, no matter how many pair of Yeezys you have, you <laughs> suck. You hate yourself. And you'd you, like, what is you Like, I think we need to like, The self-care movement is skipping these people because they are literally, they hate themselves. And they think that the more nasty they are, the cooler they are. There's no one that can check them other than Kanye West because they don't care what women think. You know, any man that tries to talk to him is a pick-me. And then, you know, somebody like a Kanye is too narcissistic to ever like sit down and like talk to people like this. And the only other swaggy nigga is somebody who is like Kid Cuddy, who they're now they have turned their back on him when they used to praise him. They used to Insane. praise Kid
1: Cuddy. Insane. That's why I'm like, it's crazy that they're doing it, like doing shit like that. That just made me so sick because I feel like. It made me sad, too, because I feel Kid Cuddy has given, like, and I'm not even saying this because I have been in love with him since I was uh, 18. Um, that's besides the point. But <laughs> he has given so much, especially to somebody who, like, is a Black kid who always felt, like, awkward or, like, Um, You know, not black enough for certain things. And, like, he just was somebody, like, when growing up that was very pivotal for me um, to to be comfortable in my blackness and also my weirdness simultaneously. Because, like, he never, like, he was an artist who never was like, oh, like, I hate being Like, he just was so aware of, like, his blackness. Like, you know, um, it was never, like, a separate thing um but he always felt like we're out of place and stuff like that And he put that into his music and like that was very inspirational to me as a teenager and I'm like he's given he's given so much he worked so hard he also has worked on himself and I'm like I feel like people don't be giving him his flowers that pisses me off yeah yeah because he's been in
0: this game for a long time like like how long you gotta be in the game to be considered an OG
1: exactly also (laughs) he has a lot of these niggas don't do stuff to work on themselves all they care all they give a fuck about is like money 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 the biggest bag this and the third he literally worked on himself to make himself a better person yeah like that's big and that's admirable like that's somebody that you know that should be looked up to yeah but I say y'all niggas ain't thorough anyway y'all know (laughs) (laughs)
0: y'all niggas like my cousin said ain't no more thorough niggas no more
1: period like y'all niggas don't know y'all don't know because that's why that's that's another reason why like i fuck with hikari so heavy because like it take a lot to be like especially in that industry where like sex drugs rock and roll is like top tier like and to be like I don't want to do none of that shit no more like I'm admitting like I was doing this shit because I was miserable like it's not fun like I was sad I was depressed I was suicidal like saying stuff like that that's big and then changing it like that's a big fucking deal it's a big deal it's a huge deal it's a huge deal and i just i'm happy that he walked off like that's just
0: all i can say i'm Me very so. I'm happy, happy so, cause that fuck he walked yo. away yeah i'm happy that because like he could have pulled a rico nasty and like jumped into the crowd and that would have been okay beating someone's ass like you know but it, it takes a big person to say like nope i'm gonna just walk off i gave y'all a warning i'm not gonna stand here and be disrespected
1: and that's that on it i hope he's okay I do. Me too. Like, I was thinking, the, the most I did, and I was a kid, I I booed Omarion, because <laughs> <laughs> The truth comes out. I booed Omarion, because this is when B2K broke up, and I was very sad. I was upset. And Little Fizz, and J-Bug wasn't there, and it was Omarion, and no, I think Jay, it was Omarion and J-Bug. I think, all I know is Omarion was there. And Lil' Fizz wasn't there, and that was my favorite, and I was so upset, but I didn't want to miss the concert because all my friends was going, because I was going to say, fuck it, like I'm not going, because Lil' Fizz not going to be there, but I didn't want to be left out, like I'm a teenager, like I was a teenager, like I didn't want to be left out, because I thought everybody was like, yo, we had so much fun, ah, you wasn't there, because they would have did that, because yeah. teenage girls are bitches, but <laughs> I knew they was going to do that, so I went, I went. <laughs> Um, and Omarion was on stage and I was mad and it was some girls behind me and they was booing them. So I joined them. Um, but (laughs) that's the most that I, not you, uh, copying. I definitely, I said, that's a good idea. Buddhist nigga. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I was. (laughs) He told you teenage girls are bitches. I was gang out, you know? But anyway, that's the most I did. I wasn't going to throw anything, you know? That was the most I did. Yeah. But it was just- and I like, honestly, it's not that bad. He probably didn't hear
0: you guys at all. Um, like, <laughs> he like- did. He was dancing. His ass. He was dun, dun, Y'all like, boo. Y'all turn purple to Y'all like, boo. I love y'all Philly. Have a good night. He really did, did not. not he didn't hear shit. So it's like it really was like you know, great form of rebellion, but he didn't hear. So it wasn't even at harm. It wasn't. You can rest knowing that you actually didn't disrupt anything or hurt anyone. So you gotta live with it, you know. But throwing shit at people is crazy, and you know how I feel about the rules. So it's just like that's y'all know that's not that's not okay to throw things at people. That's not the rules. Like nowhere is that the rules. Nowhere mm-hmm. is that the rules where you get to just throw things. Like, uh, yeah, uh you. Not. I don't know why how this is related, but we said we wanted to talk about how Nicki Minaj recently pushed somebody because they was like, oh again, yeah, getting I watched that video.
1: I watched that video on a loop. Multiple times, probably not. no exaggeration. I probably watched it 50 times on a loop. (laughs) I was so fucking happy she did that because you know what? A lot of y'all so-called fans and stuff, y'all need to get beat up. Y'all need to be pushed. Y'all need to be punished. You need to be reprimanded. It needs to happen. Acting stupid. and I don't care, like I was they look like they was a young kid. It starts there. And that's it was a redirection, if you ask me. She yeah. didn't punch them in the face. She pushed them because
0: you need to learn how to stop acting stupid, especially because you a kid. So don't grow up being dumb like that. Like I just feel like we have went too far left and with some things. And that includes boundaries. Like if you people don't respect the boundaries of celebrities because I think they feel like because oh, now that you're rich, and because, you know, capitalism is bad, I own you. No, you don't own nobody. And you don't get a chance to, like,
1: push up on somebody. This is a woman. Yeah. This is a woman. Yeah, that's not that's not fair. Like, don't stop doing stuff like that. Like, when I lived in New York, I never, if I saw a celebrity or, like, a celebrity doing something, I would leave them the fuck alone. Because, like, I know me, I would want to be left the fuck alone. Like, they point. deserve... To be, yeah, exactly. Like they deserve to be left alone. Like just leave people alone. Get out their face, you know.
0: Yeah, and in short, sure, leave people alone. Get out
1: their face. That's the bottom line. Yeah, stop trying to hurt people because you hurt. Mm-hmm. Going to concert, you have fun, and you battling demons. That's it. Evil, pure evil. Yeah.
0: All right, so let's get on into this common sense, shall we? Yeah, let's dip. Just <sighs> dip into it. All right. So, this week we want to talk about rejection, right? Because I feel like, again, if we talked about rejection, then maybe people wouldn't go to concerts and like throw bottles at people because when they get rejected, it's not a reason to go lash out. Mm-hmm. But I think we should talk about rejection because like no matter where you get in life, you gonna always feel rejection. You to always feel rejection yeah. from somebody, nobody's too pretty to get rejected. nobody's too rich to get rejected like rejection is just one of those things that you know you have to build a healthy relationship with, otherwise it'll like send you you know coco coco so is it let let's talk about like why why are we talking about this like why is rejection relevant to our lives right now? Oh, because I'm at this moment I'm currently being rejected. <laughs> Same. Same. Yeah. That's literally the gist of it. Um, I have been I kind of got like rejected like uh a few times recently and I noticed that I felt different about it now as an adult, but I'm also like, I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't know what's going on sometimes with my emotions. I just be disconnected, not feeling things, and then the stupidest things will send me overboard. Like it's just so wild mm. how that's happening. I think that is um a symptom or like a side effect of the pandemic. Like just like, just not really know having the proper reactions to things anymore. Mm-hmm. But rejection is just one of those things that, uh yeah, it'd it be taking me there some days and some days I just don't feel it. So I'm like, it, but it is important. And sometimes like certain shit just not meant for you. So how do you deal with that? When you like, is sometimes a no is a not yet. And sometimes a no is like a, as a gift.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, I'm still trying to figure that out. When it comes to, like, um, career stuff, Mm -hmm. that's when I have a hard time, like, feeling... Because, like, I'm at the point in my life where I just want to like do I I'm so anxious to get in there and like do what I love like I'm Mm. so tired of doing things just to get by like I want to so desperately like do what I love like I want to get out to LA like I want to do I want to like literally talk to people who are in creative spaces like people who um like understand like what I'm talking about when I like talk about like stuff with set design and like writing and stuff like that I'm so like it, like oh I want to get out there so like when I get rejected from certain um like like jobs or something that, like w- that would put me closer to that I um I feel a certain way because I'm like oh my god this is my chance this is my moment and like it's so unsure like my career path has been so unsure um that it's hard. like and nothing has gone like I have not gotten. it. I've only gotten stuff that I'm just like, oh, like I'll take that. Like instead of like stuff like I worked for this. I feel mm. like I want something that I've worked for, and I'm like, oh, this hard work paid off. So like I some t- I am still trying to um un- I'm still trying to um cope with. The fact that sometimes you work hard and you may not get it. Like, even saying that, like, hurts. Because it's just, like, I be, like, working my ass off. Like, I be trying so hard. I be trying my best, my personal best. I be, and I just feel like it just don't cut it. So, that's something that I'm still trying to, like, navigate, actually. Um, But it's weird because rejection from, like, people, like, if I was, like, I'm not um, like, you know, on the apps, like doing stuff like that now. Um, but if like, if I was wanting to like get with somebody or like, um, like dating and stuff like that, if somebody rejected me, I would just be like, okay, like (laughs) is that stuff don't bother me no more. Because like, there was a point where, um, I was rejected, and I thought this was a this is the worst thing that possibly can happen to me like this humiliating. I feel stupid, but I lived to tell to tell, hmm. so I'm like, I lived, and I'm like, oh, like this, it's just a cycle. I'm just like you're feeling get hurt a little bit, and then you just like you're just like, whatever, and then when those rose tinted glasses come off, that helps a lot too, yeah, for sure. No, I love everything
0: you said. I definitely feel like, you know, right now in my life, I feel like completely opposite. Um, But it also is just like it gets to a point where like I feel like with like jobs and stuff like that, um, I don't care because I always know a new uh, opportunity is going to come along. But it also felt different when I was at like a job where I was like, oh, I'm about to get laid off. You know, I really do. Rejection from a job was like, honestly Earth shattering during that moment in my life. But at this phase in my life, I just feel like I always know that I can interview somewhere and figure it out with a job or figure it out with money. And I also feel like you got to play the long game with your career. It's like, I don't think that it's something that happens quick. Like, I think in everybody's story that I read, it didn't take, it wasn't quick. So I think a long time ago, I made peace with the fact that even if I have been working hard for a long time, like, I will only lose if I give up. That's that's Mm -hmm. it. Like if I work hard for forty years, I'm gonna be successful. Period. And nobody can like tell me differently. Like that's just I would be really. I mean, look, if I get forty years later, I'm in the same spot. Like wow, I was wrong. But like I really just don't (laughs) believe that that's gonna happen. But that's again how like that's just how I feel right now. But Mm -hmm. when it comes to like relationship stuff, I feel like that can hurt me more now. If it's just some random ass nigga that I just didn't feel anything about, it's like whatevs. I don't really you know care but if it's somebody that I felt like I chose and they don't feel the same way about me it can hurt like it really can hurt because I don't want to be the person I just don't want to be that woman in every early 2000s romantic comedy where she has everything except for her fa- a family because like I want one and I think that, like, it's been this narrative forced upon women that if you are this, like, career person, if you're successful, then, you know, you you got the job, girlfriend. You don't need a family. Bitch, who? I want one. Like, you know, <laughs> I grew up in a family. Like, I like being part of a family. I love children. I want children. I want a husband. I want a house. I want all those things. So sometimes I feel like when people reject me, they're re- they're rejecting me because, like, oh, you're too strong or you're too this and you're too that. And I don't know how to be any other way. And I don't think I should have to like learn how to be uh be dumb or be less of myself in order to get something. So I start feeling like it's not just a rejection of me. It's a rejection of who I am. Like it's a rejection mm-hmm. of me as feminine. It's a rejection of me as like, I, I'm only going to get this if I change me. Like I feel like I have to reject me in order to stop being rejected. And I just can't make peace with it. I just don't think I can do it. Like if we're being honest, like I can't even do it. Like it feels so odd. Um, I have been like, you know, of course going to therapy and I've been learning more about why like those reject, like I'm not being rejected. I'm, I'm being saved. I'm not being rejected. Like I'm being saved. But like when I'm with somebody who I like, I, I like it's the idea of like that perfect partner, that perfect person. And for me, like I can feel like it's so personal. It's just, uh, it, it did, it opens up a very old wound and that's what's, that's something that I've been working on like lately, just trying to not take that personally and trying to like understand that, like when it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to be a whirlwind thing and it's going to be what I deserve and I won't have to compromise my core uh Mm -hmm. the core of who i am in order to get it like if if i get rejected because i'm who i am what does that mean that is that's like um nature's way of just working things out but it don't feel Mm -hmm. like that in a moment it just feels like you are too strong you need to go learn your place and be a good woman you know and i'm just like let's be we gotta be realistic here that's not gonna happen with me
1: yeah and that only happened me feeling like um like, not really hearing, that's only happened recently, um, because I'm, like, I get, also, I have started rejecting people, um, because I, um, I, it's very important for me to be able to be myself fully, like, I, like, be able to, like, dress how I want to, be able to wear, like, color contacts, like, look crazy spooky whatever like that so i'm like if people that make somebody uncomfortable and they reject me because of that that i'm just like okay good because like i would feel so uncomfortable not being able to be myself fully so i started um like but it's yeah it's happened like recently also like the older i get i'm really i'm really just i'm like now i understand why like My mom, like, other women who are, like, in their 50s and stuff like that, just don't be giving a fuck. Because I'm like, I'm really getting there very soon. Like, I really don't. And it's crazy because once since I started being like that, like, most recently more people want me it's Effects. weird i i feel the
0: same way i feel like so i i probably mentioned this before like my my new year's resolution was um fuck it mask off but i had no clue what that meant i just thought yeah. like yeah i'm about to be myself on social media i had no clue in all the ways that i would have to take the mask off in order to like really be free and for me it's been like romantically has been the biggest challenge because I have not been myself in relationships and we're just being quite honest. I have only had very few people that I were able, like I kind of lifted the mask up a little bit, like, hi, here, here I am. And without realizing it, those were the times where I was most successful in those relationships. But I just have been holding on to a fact that like, what type of woman would I love? this type of woman but I'm like Iman that's not realistic and you fall in love with people who are imperfect all the time so now why do you why don't you feel deserving of that so mm-hmm. it's just like it's a lot it's been a lot to unpack that I, again I have been unpacking with a mental health professional and I will continue to do it because it has helped me a lot but the I, I have been answering things freakishly honestly and I've been waiting for people to stop fucking with me because I said how I really felt and they don't and i'm just like oh great but i also have told people how i felt and they have stopped fucking with me (laughs) and that (laughs) didn't feel good like if we're being honest i'm not gonna sit here and be like it was a sign i got it they was it didn't feel like that and it's fine (laughs) like it's fine it's okay to admit that when i was myself and i got rejected for it i didn't like it i was just like what the fuck i thought my reward was going to be like what i wanted but it wasn't so i get But it's like, I'm still mature enough to see that I didn't like how it felt, but I get it because like, sometimes when like, I guess we can get into like naming a time where we've rejected people, like I've rejected, like it's, it takes for you to to be on the other side of things where someone's being themselves and you to not like it. It's like, I genuinely don't like you for you. Like <laughs> I genuinely yeah, see who you exactly. are and I don't like it. Like I don't enjoy you being yourself. So it's like, if, if someone <laughs> in those moments, I'm like, damn, if somebody feel like this about me, I don't want them having no parts. Cause I get it. Like it's, exactly. I just can't do it. I can't do it. It's not that you're being, it's not that you're wrong. It's not that you're a bad person. It's just that this doesn't get me excited. This doesn't, it's not what i want so it's like sometimes when i feel that really really like strongly and just like it's just reeks of like i don't want this i like damn if somebody feel like this about me i'll really get it
1: yeah exactly like i be wanting to be wanted yeah um and i actually have been rejecting people as re- recently and um it actually feels good because I'm like I'm not just being like oh like I have to reply to be nice like whatever like that I'm just like this actually feels good like it's a bit of a it's kind of like sometimes sometimes um rejection for people is like a bound because like for me I'm rejecting these people because they're excuse me they are not going they are not giving they're not going to give me what I want yeah um and they're not going to make me feel good So I'm rejecting them to protect myself. And some people reject you because they know they can't give you what you want, Mm -hmm. even without you saying it. Like they know they can never, you know, give you what like live up to your expectations, whatever. So they reject you. And that's not a bad thing. Like, um, I, uh, I to say there's been plenty of times I've been rejected, but like, <laughs> um, a time like <laughs> when I was rejected, actually last year, I was, I was going to say another example, but last year I was rejected by somebody and like, it hurt. And I like, but I separated myself from that person. And when I separated myself from that person I started seeing somebody else and like, um, you know, the person that I was seeing, like I was, I'm able to be 100% myself around like hair looking a mess, like slobber on my face, breaking up, like dozing off in the middle of the day, snoring very unattractively, just walking around, not looking my best. And I'm like, I, this feels good. And I wasn't able to do that around this other person. And Mm. so I'm like, you know, I'm happy that they didn't want to be with me because I, I couldn't be me with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't feel free. Like you just, you I feel did like, not
0: feel free at all. I felt like I was wearing a uniform. A partner supposed to feel like home, you know? And I just always get on, like, I always say that I think a lot of times we have higher standards for our friends than we have for our partners. Like we like, in order for you to be like our, like our girlfriends, it's like, count on me through thick and thin. And then the guy is just like, <laughs> Oh yeah, he don't like Valentine's Day, so we not celebrating it. Or he don't value what I value, so it's unimportant simply because he says so. Or like I can't, you know, be human around him. Like I'm like, it's just so much bullshit I've heard from people saying like I don't like when women do XY insert supernatural thing. It's like, well, guess what? No one gives a shit if you like it. It's part of what it is (laughs) to be a human. Like, you know, I don't like when women like pass gas what would it mean would take it up with the man upstairs like it's nothing I can do about that (laughs) you know so I just feel like a lot of times people do put these unrealistic expectations on women in the world why should you come home today so like I have been like doing more work on like what I deserve and thinking putting more focus on what I want like when you talked about how I've been rejecting people more I have and I used to think that again, I just would lie sometimes when I rejected people. Like, even on the streets, I would tell a guy, like, I got a boyfriend. That was mostly for safety. And I may still do that depending on how safe I feel with somebody. Mm -hmm. But even, like, this one guy, like, I was trying to, like, end things with him, and I wasn't clear because I was trying to be kind, and it ended up with me having to be really nasty, like leave me alone, essentially. (laughs) And it was he was just like, "You never told me to leave you alone before," and I was like, "I didn't think I had to." I thought I was trying to give you what I thought that I was trying to give you the rejection I like that I wish I Mm -hmm. had. I was trying to get the the dream rejection, and that wasn't enough. And you, but what was important is that this person named just say it. Because not everybody can read between the lines and as annoying mm-hmm. as that was, um, you know, it's the truth. I ended up on a block list because of it because of that, <laughs> and that's fine because it's never going to reach out anyway. But anyway, it's just like you get, you know, w- when I reject people, it's like it's time to like think about like what, what I deserve. And like what what my needs are, and if you mm-hmm. aren't meeting those expectations, needs, standards, whatever the case may be, like I am going to reject you. And it's okay if somebody does the same thing, and I can't take it personally, or I can take it. You know, I can feel a little bit, and I can move on. Like recently, somebody like like rejected me, and I just kept thinking to myself, like, how could you reject me when I look like better than your old girlfriend? How could you reject me when I am doing all these amazing things and all these other people like me? Like I'm giving y'all my real candid, raw thoughts. I don't care if they sound like cleaned up. This is my unfiltered feelings here. Like this is what I was thinking. Like I just didn't understand how. And I was just like, sometimes it doesn't matter how or why. It just is what it is. And I'm like, I've been trying to accept things as what, as what they are. And I've also been trying to embrace the people who have been making me feel really great, like super soon. But like recently I was talking to someone in I was like scripting with my friend and I was like, I want to feel like super secure and like the person really, really wants to be around me. And lo and behold, I get someone who's just like super excited, who is really excited to talk about me, who has planned to date, who is putting time, like just putting time in. And it's not a matter of will this be my husband or not, as much as only move forward when you're getting this you know, mm-hmm. and let it go if you aren't, <laughs> like, let it go if you, if you aren't feeling that love and accept rejection as a gift. Like what did Katy Perry say? Like maybe the reason why that door is closed to lead you to the one that takes you to like the perfect role. Like that door is shut for a reason. And sometimes if you keep knocking on the door, you open it up and what's behind it, hell, mm-hmm. hell is behind it. So I'm like, I'm going to just trust the universe. I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to trust this rejection, even when I don't understand it. And I'm just like, nope, this is, this is a sign. This is a guy. I get it. I'm moving on. I'm not going to force this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So shout out to being rejected for the right reasons and by the right mm-hmm. people and things. We're going to get everything that was meant for us. um, And nothing, nothing less. Exactly. so that's this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch let us know about a time you know y'all were rejected or you rejected somebody you got a rejection make sure you write us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com you can hit us up on the socials you can find me on Instagram at Mate. sorry you can find us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. you can find <laughs> us on Twitter at blkgirlbrunch you can find me on Instagram at Mate. you can find me on Twitter at itsmate and Sabrina
1: and you can find me at it's frankenfem on Instagram and frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Um, also, I would like to give a shout out to a Black Girl Brunch listener um, who happens to live in my dream place, like where I want to retire. if um, we have a listener from New Zealand? Um, please, I'm so sorry. Um, if I butcher a pronunciation of your name, because I'm so used to just reading your name. And her name is Aoife. Um, And thank you so much. She sent um, Iman and I uh, t-shirts. We are going to wear them. I told her I'm going to freak out my t-shirt. You know, you know, I always got to cut up a shirt. Um, very hoochie. Mm-hmm. Um, her brother, um, who has autism draws pictures and the pictures that he draws they put them on t-shirts um so we got a t-shirt um and I'm so excited for us to wear them um and just like the fact that you know that I feel like we are supporting like such a good cause like you know it's so important to keep the arts you know alive and I just I'm so excited about the
0: shirts I can't wait to freak it out Thank you. Thank you so much for the shirts. I'm so excited. That was like one of the highlights of my week when Sabria shared that we are getting shirts sent. We'll make sure that when we wear them, we will tag you and show all the love. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yes. And also our PO box is on our Instagram, the um, black or brunch Instagram page. So if you want to send us a shirt or a product or a letter a handwritten letter, like feel free to do so. You can check out our PO box on our Instagram. Um, yes. But that's it guys. That's the show. We love you. Bye. Peace.